Welcome to the season premiere of Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie on the season, season premiere. Season three, bitches! Anyway, um, yeah, so we are watching The Princess Bride here on the first episode, and we have a special guest. Hello, this is James. You've been on plenty of times before here. I have. I was on Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. And also Breakfast Club. And also Mandalorian, like everybody yeah, else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um... Glad to have you back, and very surprisingly having you back on for the season premiere. Glad to be we, back. Yeah, Princess Bride was not our first choice for the season premiere. No, sorry, James, but we messed up <laughs> with You're our schedule. being the second yeah. choice. <laughs> but, but you know what? You're here now, first choice, Princess Bride. All right, so let's get to these rules here. Quick um, intro. I like it. Season yeah. three is badass. Season three going quick here. We, so James, we you had a rule you wanted to make for this movie. Yes. So why don't we start with that? Okay, so the rule that I came up with for the game is each one of us picks a character, kind of similar to a rule from Emperor's New Groove, um, where each pick a character, and if that character does their signature catchphrase, what they're known for, you drink for your character. So... In this case, Fezzik, uh, the giant, Andre the Giant, would be when he does rhyming. He rhymes a lot of his sentences. Um, Inigo is his speech about, you killed my father, prepare to die. Uh, And Vicini is inconceivable. That one's mine. Yeah. And I'm going to take Fezzik. All right. So then I got, whatever the other one is. Inigo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You killed my father, prepare to die. die. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, he swashbuckles them to death. Yes. So that's our that's rule number one. The second one is whenever someone drinks poison, we drink. Another one is um, when the old lady boos Buttercup, mm-hmm. we drink. And whenever a creature that is obviously fake appears, we drink. And I think there's another one that Danny mentioned. Um, I did. Uh, maybe there, there's something you mentioned. There's some something someone yeah, mentioned. Yeah, um, there was uh, take a drink every time we go back to the grandfather and the. Uh, oh kid. yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah. you. Yeah, I was. I was joking. I said let's finish our drink for that part. Oh god, yeah, no, 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 we do have a finish our drink rule. Yeah, as what, well, what would that be? Uh, when we get to the scene about you don't argue with a Sicilian when there's death on the line. Okay, at that scene, you finish your drink at okay. the end of that scene. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. You've I've saw it in sixth grade forever yeah. ago. So we I've seen this movie a few times. It's a big favorite of mine. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely say it's a big favorite of yours. Um and yeah, uh we We don't have Sep right now. She's uh Yeah, she's 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 making, she's making me food right she's now. Which is, she'll be on the mm, compilation. But don't uh, worry. Yeah, she'll she's here. She's she's somewhere in spirit. In spirit. <laughs> yes, in spirit. Also, something what we haven't done on this podcast as a, a group yet is we're getting wine drunk tonight. All of us. So that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. We're going to end up crying tonight. Wine boys. drunk is a different beast, especially for me. Yeah, <laughs> so. dude. I haven't been wine drunk since freshman year of college. And let's let's you, hope we don't all end up crying tonight because I don't want to cry tonight. <laughs> no, you I remember. Fuck you, bitch. Don't he, cry. He remembers last time I got wine drunk. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. We watched Last Jedi and I ate Chinese food and I. It into, was into nice. my bathtub. It was not a good night for Danny. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was crazy. Let's get to it. Three, two, one. Movie crunch. Fuck you, Grandpa. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. What? Too damn bad. Yeah, he's got a Napoleon complex. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
That's the meta. Look at that sound stage. <laughs> Dude, it's clearly oh, him. Like, <laughs> I know those cheekbones anywhere. Uh, 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 masks. Did the giant have a wife? I don't know. I don't know. Is it so for her? <laughs> What's he's with me? You're a silly goose. I'm casually drinking. You dumb fucking hoe. <laughs> Oh my god! That's a fucking hill! Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! That's a man, right? What? Dagobah? Yeah, Dagobah! Star Wars! This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> if he doesn't make a joke about how fucking stupid he's being. <laughs> Wait, you are naked. What? Get the mask. <laughs> you say we're naked on the same couch or that we're gonna make out on the same naked couch? Naked on the same couch. I said naked. What if I was on a different couch? I bet you're you naked on this couch, you slut. I am. He just wants to kiss. What if, what if we kissed under the big fat rodent? Are you about to kiss? Why not? We're good. Okay. 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 We're back. Wine, wine drunk. Wine drunk. Hi. Yeah. You know, I'm not as wine drunk as I would want to be. I- I'm glad you're not as wine drunk as you wanted to be. Yeah, I you're, wanted to be like... You're a big bitch when you're wine drunk. Stop! <laughs> it's so, so rude you. of so you. you. How do you know? I don't. Exactly. Well, okay, so <laughs> wine drunk. You're the one... Wait, so Dan Hello. keeps saying we're going to cry when, when we're no, wine drunk. No, James said it first. Was that you? You were the one saying that? I have done it in the past. Yeah. Just like for no reason? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, wine drunk gets you emotional. Gets you thinking about you in your feels where you've been wrong. You know, yeah. Uh, where, uh, when you've been like specifically wrong like, in your life, or like yeah. someone has wronged you, any of the above. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. It's always up for grabs. What'll make? What'll bring it? But I'm always thinking about people who wronged me, and now I'm gonna get revenge, like Inigo Montoya. No, I don't yeah. want to drink. <laughs> Tied it into the movie. Uh, I don't want to drink again. <laughs> um, Hello. I'm Inigo Montoya. Mm. You killed my, my father. father. Prepare to die. die. Oh, Christ. You know Puss in Boots, right? I love Puss in Boots. I think That's later... That's the only thing I want. <laughs> I think <laughs> we talk about this later on, but um, you know how... You talk about Zora later on. Yes. And Antonio Banderas. You know, Antonio Banderas playing Puss in Boots. And then um, Inigo Montoya literally reminds you of Zorro. Yeah. So Puss in Boots is a mix of those two. It's just a precursor. And like precursor yeah. for the greatest movie ever, Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, the precursor to the best movie ever made, Puss in Boots. Oh. Right? I actually have never pretty, seen that movie. Yeah, neither have I. We should have watched that this season. Oh, we should watch that. That would this be season. good. Yeah, okay. We're adding it to the list. Add Puss in Boots to the list. Note to self. Add Puss in Boots. Inconceivable, bitch. Stop. That means I have to drink. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the Princess Bride. Um, I didn't take any notes, but I know I Danny took, I took an extensive amount, amount of notes. Yeah. A lot of them are just like zingers that I like. Okay. For example, um, I don't know how she can ride a horse. The aforementioned boys. Just, she's just like, fuck it. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. I wrote chivalrous one time. Chivalrous, <laughs> just that. Chivalrous. Period. Like, I, I wrote okay. the period in there. Okay. Okay. Um, bro, it's clearly him. Oh, I think that was like when like she's He's like, climbing. I remember his eyes. I'm like, you're looking at his fucking eyes right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. 
<laughs> eyes as blue as the ocean or something. It's like, uh, how do you not remember what he sounds like? Funny. It's, yeah, it's been five years, but how do you not remember what he sounds like? Yeah, I mean, he's got kind of like a torpy sound to his voice anyway. Like, I would remember it. Yeah. Like, he yeah. reminds me of, like, the she's guy a, from She's Fa. a dumb bitch. It's the medieval era, you know? They didn't have, like, phones or anything. They, they yeah. couldn't check their memories and be like, oh, one year ago today... Plus, Robin Wesley. Wright. Yeah, we don't know what certain someone who does something. that. Plus, Robin Wright did not have a big role in this movie. Dude, no, she does nothing. Just, it's the literal definition of damsel in distress. She's just there <laughs> to be in distress. Exactly. Yeah. To be saved. Dude, she's in like the best scenes, but she doesn't do anything. She's just an objective. She was blindfolded for one scene. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> sitting, just there. sitting there. Yeah. Just sitting there. <laughs> like the best scene in the movie, and she's just she's like. probably just asleep when filming. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'd take some sleep there. Yeah. That's fine. Totally. Um, you want to know what my actual notes are, though? Yeah. Sure. Let's hit, let's hit up your uh, first note. Wait. So I got surprised. Like, wait, Wesley got murdered? And I like how they added in, like, the whole, uh, oh, fuck, what's it, what's it, the pirate the pirate name? Dread Pirate Roberts. Dread Pirate Roberts. They made that, like, a mantle. Yeah. <laughs> then they, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It's like Zorro, you said. Yeah, it was like Zorro, where like it's a mantle and like it's like where it's designed. It's kind of like how like um, I guess Captain America and like how Black Panther is designed, and like that's kind of cool. Okay. Like, so that was kind of cool that they included that. Um, <laughs> I wrote, my next note is this king is a real humperdink. <laughs> what kind of fucking name? He was a prince. <laughs> the king was actually pretty cool in the end. He just was a bro. Was Wait, ready who? for Buttercup to kill herself. Like, all right. Yeah, bitch. Enjoy yourself. Live your king. life. Who's the king? The old guy. Really the old, old guy. The one that was booing her? No. 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 <laughs> Wait. Oh, that's a woman, isn't it? No, the king was like going to die or something. And then um, at the very end, Buttercup was like, it doesn't matter because I'm going to kill myself tonight. And he's like, all right, have fun with that. Because he's like senile. I don't, he's rem- gonna I don't remember that. It was like literally 20 minutes I ago. I think I went pee during that one. Yeah. During that point. I don't think either of us saw Wait, wait, wait. That, we really? went to the bathroom together? No. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I was yelling at Seth to get Taco Bell. Well, I wasn't yelling, but I was asking I went very to the politely. You were with Seth doing the Taco Bell thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Which I, I literally eyes. can't wait for Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> so like yeah, they're going to get de- delivery over here yeah. at some point. DiGiorno? This is a public service announcement by whatever Danny is upset about today. I'm upset. Okay, this is a public service announcement to all Taco Bell employees. Put the entire order in the bag, okay? I was so mad after this podcast. I only had one fried chicken chalupa. Or naked chicken chalupa, is that what it's called? I don't know, man. Dude, I mean it was it was so good. It was <laughs> it was like one of the best things ever. Uh but I thought I had two and I was very upset. Are we gonna get sued for saying Taco Bell like that? Um Taco Ring. Taco Hell. That's like, what it is. Taco Toxic Hell. No, maybe we shouldn't say that either. That's bad. <laughs> we 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 appreciate Taco Bell and all of its greasy glory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell is not, it's not a sponsor of this podcast. They are not at all a sponsor of this podcast. This is just a public service announcement from Danny. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, what's something you want to talk about with the movie? Um, it's really fun. I think it's it's one of those movies that is exactly um, – so the kid uh, that like ties the whole thing. The movie is like a book being narrated by grandfather to his ki- uh, yeah. grandson. 
because he's homesick on a uh, school day or something. I think that's the perfect way to think about this movie is it's the perfect like at home sick rainy day type movie. It's a comfort movie. It's very um, it's just something easy to watch something that you can just watch on a rainy sick day or something. Nah, I think if you're homesick from school, it's, you know, Price is Right and Maury. That's what, that's, Why that's, Maury, though? Dude, Maury's fucking fun to watch. you kidding? Have you watched Maury during I the day? More of a, it's on at work all the time. Dude. I was more of a, the other guy. Who's the, Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer was more of him. Too. I was more of that. Yeah, I but usually watched him. Maury's pretty funny. Anyway, um... What well, I didn't have cable in my room. I just had a VCR. I didn't player, either. I was downstairs. So. Right, well, the re- okay. So the reason I like Jerry Springer more than Maury is because Maury was only like one storyline. It's like you are not the father. You are the father. You know what yeah, I mean? So, but like that's that Jerry gets boring. Springer after. Jerry was Springer's just like bring in your trashiest of trash. Yeah. It's like my fight. my wife beat my kid, but it was me in the end at the same time. Like it was like some w- random weird shit yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, we're monogamous. I don't know. What? Okay. Wait, no, polygamous. <laughs> okay, there we go. I just I think it's just a very easy watch comfort movie. Something you can have on in the background. Very I can see that. Fun, lighthearted. It's Doesn't very take mellow. itself seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I mean it was like kinda like the like well you said it was the perfect movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're getting into this. It's the, the the perfect movie. Which I've seen plenty of like people trying to argue. Are you saying? It's just the perfect <laughs> movie. You know, are we doing a structure one hundred and one in the premiere? Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're doing a drunk structure one hundred and one. All right, here we go. Welcome to structure one hundred and one with your host Danny Wass. Pick me. All right, so this is structure one hundred and one. Dan B. Um, I <laughs> the first time I've actually seen this whole movie. So inciting incident is <laughs> like what, what when they fight. Right? Yeah. That's probably when they fight. Yeah. Um, and then fucking the midpoint is when, <laughs> when they fight. I don't, I, <laughs> when they fight. <laughs> the midpoint's also when they fight. Is it when the kid like says, like, no, Grandpa, that's not how it happens or like that? Right, yeah, because she, she decides to marry yeah, the king. Prince Humperdinck. Uh, yeah, the prince, yeah. And then... Yeah, and then like the low point is when Wesley's getting tortured. I said, okay, I know this, I can do it. And then the climax is when sort of there's sort of like three climaxes or two climaxes that I can think of. I think like the my my like my climax. How many like, times you I say climax? Where I climax, climax like, there uh, <laughs> was when um fucking uh, Inigo Montoya was like like he like avenged his father that's like my climax and okay. he killed tyrone yeah well, he killed tyrone yeah fuck tyrone so uh danny you said climax six times in 26 seconds and i have no regrets what that's so many times how many what just what sometimes you just got a climax Six times in 26 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Why is his name fucking tyrone <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> Wine not. Ha. Ha ha. So we got wine drunk. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to grant you anything with that. fucking, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, then, fucking, um, that was the, cli- what's the other climax? When, uh, when Wesley, like, stands up to yeah, Prince Humperdinck. Yeah, tie him up. Yeah. And tie him up, and then they, then the conclusion is they, they, they run away. 
Yeah. So yeah, that was structure one hundred and one. Whereas Dan likes to say, "What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that?" With your host Danny Wass. That was me. How do you think of it, structure wise? How 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 does it fit in? Like I just explained. Yeah, but no. How does it? <laughs> like I like, just explained. No, no, no. How how does it like? On your structure rules, how does it compare to like other movies? Like how uh, how is it? I mean, I think it, it it's it follows a, the the basic structure of a th- mm. three act structure. Mm. Um, I mean, it was like what I'm I'm absolutely blasted, and I remembered <laughs> I remembered the points. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay. It, fo- it follows a structure. I'll tell you that. Maybe we'll cut in for this. I- <laughs> I what I like about it is that it um, resolves all of the storylines. Like every character is dealing with their own story. We see it from the perspective of Wesley and Buttercup's story, but Inigo has a side story that gets resolved at the end. Fezic, I mean, Does he? he's kind of a mystery, but he did something right at the end, according to Inigo. Hey, lady. You did something right. And he's like, yeah, I guess I did, even though he's been doing everything right the whole freaking yeah, time. Well, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> and then, like, wrong? Vizzini, he dies, because fuck him, he's an asshole. Yeah, he, I know. I, was, yeah. I wrote it in my notes. I'm like, this guy's a fucking guy. He's, like, the Our, worst guy. Like, man, Vizzini is insufferable, and like, I want to say inconceivable so badly in my notes. <laughs> But it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> um, yeah, um, like we we see the. I guess really, it's only Inigo's that's really got a side story, but it gets resolved it, along with the, B the plot. others. It's the B plot. Yeah, he kills Tyrone, and Wesley kills not kills, but like owns Humperdinck. Yeah, which He's he like, should have died. Humperdinck should have died. Yeah, I feel like you know, but that's not his style. He doesn't kill. People. Wesley's the kind to mentally torture. Yeah. Like the whole... With the, with, uh, yeah, with the, it leaves his only his ears. Pain, yeah. Yeah, like... Um, pain. The, the something to pain. Yeah. Like to the pain, pain or that's I what like it says. Pain. Instead of to the death, it's to the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's that's, that's the, Wesley's style. Dark, man. Psychological torture. That's almost like... Yeah, now that I He's think like, about ah. it, it's almost darker than, than actually killing him. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. So yeah, I beat you. I stole your girl. But the, the, at the same time, ooh, like, steal your girl. but at the same, <laughs> at the same time though, like Wesley is like or Robin Hood, as I should say, because mm-hmm. he's a simp. Oh, oh boy, never mind. Something with D and D. Um, yeah, I'm getting into D and D. It's gonna be fun. The first first campaign I've ever done. Oh, There's you. a weekly session that's probably just wrapping up that I watch every week live. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they, nice. They do it Monday nights. Yeah, I've yeah. been watching uh, Fantasy High on YouTube. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to. I want to like, like, get me into it. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, D and D is fun. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. You guys talk. Okay, so let's talk. Um, while he's going to get the uh, the T bill, <laughs> um, I didn't take any notes on this movie. I don't really know where I fall with this movie. Um, I don't. I really don't know what to talk about with this movie. Um, Under the Giant. I know there's one thing in this movie where he let out like a 16 second fart. Yes, on set. yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, and then the director was like, "Andre, you okay?" <laughs> yeah, I am he's now a boss. legend. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's... fucking stud. <laughs> 
I love Andre the Giant. When I was young, I thought my dad was like Andre the Giant because my last name's Andre. Uh, yeah. And my dad is big. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Ah. That's ah, why that's why ah. I was related to the character. Yeah. No, I get that. Um Yeah. Uh, he died shortly after the, like f- what, five years after this movie came out, something like that. Um he he died. It was in the nineties, I, I think. Some, sometime in the nineties. Yeah. A while ago. Um I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I know, I anyway, just... the movie was really good. I like it. Um I can kind of understand why people might not fully enjoy it because it is very subtle, slow-ish in its approach. I don't think it's slow. I I thought it just kind of just kind of went. Yeah, no, the pacing was well done. Yeah, that's yeah. The story, the the story just didn't grab me. I think yeah. I think the thing is, it's like it's. (laughs) I'm gonna sound like a. Like uh, Fred Savage in the movie, or is it Ben Savage? Fred, Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Yeah, I'm gonna sound like him, but like, I just like the romance thing just isn't interesting in some aspects. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of it's a lot of like you have to grab the character, like the characters have to grab you, and I think a lot of them just kind of didn't in some aspects. Like I was super in into um, the three the three like kidnappers, yeah, and Wesley. I mean, Robin Wright's nothing. Like, the princess is kind of nothing in this movie. You know, she's the central point of the whole fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, she's I think... She's an object. Yeah, she's literally an object. She's a prop in this movie. And, like... Sep would love this conversation. Yeah, she'd be like, well, not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. So, it, But if, if I guess it's like, if, if the main central prop if we, it is a yeah. prop and it's not a character, I think yeah. that's where your, your issue is. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't necessarily care about the prop. You know? I had no interest in the prince either. He didn't interest me at all. Yeah, prince he's, is kind of he's a dick. boring as fuck. I mean, I, I personally, I feel like most people leave feeling the same. They only care about Vizini, Inigo, and Fezzik. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the funny, interesting ones. Well, I think Wesley's I, my favorite Yeah, Wesley character. wasn't that bad. I, Wesley, too. Yeah. I, I liked him. I mean... It's. I, I think the characters could have been done better in this movie. I, I, mean, I think it also is more their movie. I don't think it is the prince's movie. Yeah, I no, think I it's this group of political revolutionaries, if you will. Mm-hmm. Since yeah, they wanted, to, what did they want to do? wanted to start a war between Folin or whatever the Gildaria yeah, the town or, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, Th- those two by, places by yeah. stealing the princess. Right. Yeah, by making them think that the other place killed the princess yes. and that would trying to set that up but if they're like peasants though how would that benefit them because like there's just going to be the peasants who knows the what vizini's motives are he, he's not a peasant he's like a political mastermind oh he's like the little finger sure but does he have like a place in power though in like in like one of the same what i want to know this stuff maybe he just likes to see the world burn maybe he's the original joker <laughs> so bad just want to watch the world back <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's as simple as that. He just doesn't care. He's like, ha ha ha, chaos. Can we just talk about how Michael Caine needs to blow his nose? Yeah. Sub bad. I just want to watch the world bud. I think a lot of British people just need to blow their nose <laughs> and brush their teeth. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an age old. That's just like the old stereotype. Yeah. 
This is an all-inclusive podcast. Just wanted to remind you, we 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 include all people in jokes. We we make fun of absolutely everyone and anyone because people suck. Yeah. Kind of holds up though, a little bit. I mean, Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michael Caine's in that too. Michael Caine. Actually, yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess the cool thing that like. I guess I saw kind of a contrasting point was um, the very first battle between Anigo and um, Wesley was like the very that's why I wrote chivalrous period because oh, they're like they're very nice yeah it's like I'll, I'll I promise I won't kill you when you get up the hill or the the rocks and he's yeah. like you know like uh, and they're like having a conversation so and they're like uh, it's a battle of minds as well as swords. They're, they're, like, they're battle, talking. That's an. They're honorable. It's a battle of wits, and like I like that. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Thing. Yeah, I like that too. And that's why those, those are like the two like best characters in the movie for me, because it's like well, because they both have arcs where like the kid mm-hmm. like Wesley wins wins the princess, which I don't Buttercup, Buttercup, <laughs> yes. remember it being stupid like that. Uh, why is her name Princess Buttercup? <laughs> Who knows? Such a weird name. They all have fairly normal obvious names like well i guess not I've never Fezzik. heard of Fezzik, yeah nor have i Fezzik. ever heard of indigo personally yeah well, you're wesley's right. a name yeah but it's westley yeah i haven't heard of it that spelled way yeah i don't know i've also never heard of a white man named tyrone so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i guess fair. maybe everyone's names just don't make sense tyrone. actually now that we think about it fucking tyrone <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah I, I can name. I guess Miracle Max is the closest to a normal name we got. Miracle Max? Wait, wait who is that? That was Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh, he was the apothecary, right? Yeah. Okay. I understand now. That's Miracle Max. He was Miracle performing Max. miracles by bringing people back from the dead with a rock. Yeah, okay. So coated in chocolate. Let's talk about how he died. Uh, yeah, he got tortured. He got fifty years drained from his life. What's I what's th- hard to comprehend? I mean, I'm pretty that. sure that's like that's like the Cards Against Humanity card, where it's like fifty thousand volts straight to the nipples. Yeah, like that's exactly how this man died. <laughs> yeah. But like, but it was water. So like, I meant to believe that there was just like such like fervent suction <sighs> on his on his nipples and his like lower lower abdomen. Uh huh. That it killed him. And, oh, his, and, and his temples. And his yeah, ears it sucked his brains out, you know? Except not really, because he came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just it sucked his brains enough to scramble <laughs> him a little bit, but Wait. not to incapacitate them forever. But it but it like paralyzes him so he can't walk out. Yeah, life. you know? Okay. okay. I understand. Sense. Okay. Just, I was reading one of the trivia facts on here for this movie. Apparently, Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson auditioned for the role of Fezzik. It's for Fezzik? Why? <laughs> the giant? Yeah. He's 6'4", but apparently Rob Reiner scoffed because he was only 6'4". Yeah, yeah, you, you need like, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant's like 7'1 or something. But like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Liam Neeson is Fezzik. Yeah, that'd be weird. That. And then he Especially went the 80s Liam Neeson before we knew him at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he wasn't like, like known young until... Liam Neeson. Until 93, right? With uh, like Schindler's that. List. The only thing I knew him for... Oh, yeah, Schindler's List. I mean, I knew him as, as uh, Qui-Gon. 
I knew him as Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I found Andrew Lincoln for the first time. Yeah. And was like, it's wow. weird hearing him speak with a British accent after seeing Walking right? Dead. Yeah. Well, you look at yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you look surprised there, Dan. Another one that was offered the role of Fezzik was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hell yeah, I could see that. He's got oh, height. Okay, so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is just a name to me. I don't know what he looks like. He's a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, he's an NBA player. Okay. Oh! Yeah. Okay. I mean, he doesn't look familiar, but like... Yeah. And then... Just like Muhammad Ali is just is just a name to me. Like I don't I don't know. I mean, whoa. Okay, so Kareem is huge. Yeah, he is tall. Yeah, he is a basketball player. Yeah, well that makes sense. Well, was a basketball player. Oh, okay, so a lot of things on Princess Buttercup here. So this is my my lapse in knowledge. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything about. So Uma Thurman auditioned. Okay. Courtney Cox auditioned. Ma- Meg Ryan auditioned. And Robin Wright won. Well, how how do you audition? And for And the this ideal role? choice for <laughs> you just like sit there like in the, in the audition chair. <laughs> the ideal choice for Princess Buttercup was Carrie Fisher. Oh, oh. okay. Uh, that would have been weird though, because like Star Wars was right at that time. Yeah, yeah. That would have been weird seeing someone so famous at the time. Yeah. I mean, huh. but she she played. Sort of a damsel in distress in uh, Return of the Jedi. But at least yeah. she was like... Specifically Return of the Jedi. She was like sassy, though, and like yeah. still had character. She had personality. So maybe yeah. maybe that's why like maybe Robin White Wright just like just like didn't play it with any, any charisma or anything. Yeah, like, I, don't maybe know. I mean, nothing Fisher. against Robin Wright, but I mean, honestly, I feel the same kind of about Jenny from Forrest Gump. There wasn't really anything too She's interesting very, about her. Like by the script, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, what do you need me to be? And she'll be that. And, like, I haven't seen enough of Robin Wright. Like, honestly, I haven't seen enough of her to, like, really judge her. But, like, out of this movie, given... I know, like, the script gave her literally nothing. So I don't blame her entirely. But, like, I feel like Carrie Fisher was was involved. Like, she could do something with it. But I don't think that was the point of the character. I think the character just to to sit there. Yeah. (laughs) I think yeah. that's what the goal Just was. Just be mad about. But she could, you know, I bet Carrie Fisher would be like, okay, we need to have some, like, quips about about Humperdink up in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, I feel like she would fight for the script or something. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. They wanted to make her a damsel in distress, and Carrie Fisher would be like, yeah, nah. <laughs> what are you looking at over there? We're good. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I thought I saw a ghost. I had an edible earlier. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Uh, I'm not finding much else here. Uh, what else you got, Danny? Um, so I had an idea when I was watching this movie. Is there this was a, an idea? There was an idea to bring together a group of extraordinary people. Okay, <laughs> is this a screwball comedy? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. so can can you guys? So I feel like I I heard this definition or like 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 Princess Bride is a screwball comedy a while ago. What exactly is a screwball comedy? I think it's a comedy that doesn't take itself seriously. Isn't that all um, comedies, though? Mm. Like, that feels like super bad to me. That feels like Step Brothers. Um, I, the Room. The Room. Well, The Room did take itself yeah, seriously. Yeah. And that wasn't supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. Like, I'd say screwball doesn't take itself seriously, and borders on the line of parody 
Because I, I would argue this is a parody of fantasy movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's where it is. It's like right on that line of blurring parody with a real movie. Okay. Because um, so like, it clearly is trying to tell a story, and it does accurately, yeah. but it paradizes itself in doing so. Okay. Kind of like similar to like Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's a borders on the. It well, that's more, just a straight up parody. Yeah, though. actually, it's straight up parody. So is it like it has to tell its own story, like have a serious through line, but like at the same time be be a sat or a parody of itself at the same time? I guess I'm just making this up as I go. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I didn't find anything else in all that trivia there, but uh. Oh well, I know a few things. Um. Well, James was talking about um when uh Cariello's actually got knocked out. Oh yeah, yeah, he got knocked out by Tyrone when he was beaten over the head. Um. I can't remember exactly what happened. I believe that it was just the actor that played Tyrone just um, just yeah, Peter, bad, messed up. Is um, that Peter Gast? I think so. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, I mean, because like he, I know he's he's known for like Best in Show and mascots and and like all these like classic like documentary parodies. Oh, he did Final Tap. Um, you know what I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, was it Pete Guest? Pete Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, he got knocked over the Carrielis, got knocked out. Bonk. Yeah. Just the more you know. That's bonk. hot. Go to Horny Jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Horny Jail. <laughs> <laughs> bonk. Yeah, but um what else do I got? Um I have this movie just sort of goes. Um yeah, I will say the yeah the um, what is it? The pacing of the movie was pretty well done. I don't think it was it, it was kind of consistent all the way through. I don't think it really slowed down or like got me disinterested. Like, yeah, after, like it took a while to grab me though. That's the only thing. Like, oh, see, I was on board like the second that they 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 kidnapped the princess, and then I was like, I'm down. I don't know. It it took a little bit for me, and that's that's one thing I'm. That's probably the director, but I yeah. mean, it's it's fine. What what movie does grab you like instantly? I'm just curious because I feel like you say that a lot, like about a lot of movies. No offense or anything. I'm just like I'm just curious. Um. Well, yeah, like stop, like a new hope. Yeah, like a new hope, <laughs> and like I'm pretty sure I remember like it's only like slow openings, man. Like things that take a while to develop. That's the things that don't grab me, and the things that do grab me are more like oh, within the first ten minutes of the film, something has to happen. So like, what about Inglorious Bastards, where the, the whole thing is about the tension being built up for like a half hour mm. until it finally pops off? That's Tarantino, though. That's a lot of Tarantino. It's just it's just gradual like, building of tension. I feel okay. So as long as there's tension being because there's not there's nothing that grabs you. It's just kind yeah. of you have to be paying attention. Then the tension and rises. I, and I go into that knowing that with a Tarantino movie. So like that's oh, okay. So that's different. something I'm aware of, and I have to. Okay. That's why it doesn't bother me. But like um what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of an example of a movie that grabs me. Um all right, so I've thought about this and some movies that immediately grab me are movies like Knives Out, uh so that aren't comic book movies, should I say. Um okay. right. Knives Out, Baby Driver, um 
stuff like horror movies with you know the conjuring um friday the 13th halloween they all grab me like movies that have kind of like a cold open yeah they they start in the action yeah that's one thing that would grab me yeah for sure um what else we got why i like brooklyn 99 (laughs) yeah um i'm just looking through all of our movies here for movie drunks um let's see dark knight probably it's a comic book movie oh right yeah um rocket man grabbed me (laughs) crash crash obviously dude crash is (laughs) crash is something um we barely talked about the 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 um the asian gentleman who uh was uh trafficking people we barely talked about yeah we barely talked about that but you know what (laughs) that's not what this is about these are just movies that grab me i i don't know what it is but it's got to be like the inciting incident happening within the first 10 minutes and not dragging it out beyond that that's kind of what i've attributed it to i got you i mean scooby-doo no (laughs) i mean the only the only like one that i can think of um that like really like just goes and like doesn't has nonstop is rise of skywalker Ugh. Where it just instantly just like I mean it's, I'm not saying it, 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 that's good or anything but I'm saying it, it something happens within My the first, first two minutes. End game, but that's because it picks up where a previous movie left off. Yeah, yeah I. Well, and then it then it has like a like <laughs> the rest of the hour after yeah. 15 minutes is just sad. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. boy, mm. no, this I'm trying to think of a like, goddamn movie. Well, Infinity War does the same thing where it's like oh opening battle in New York where. You know, I love how like that battle's like not like not like a big deal or anything. Whereas like like it's just oh it's a spaceship in New York. See, yeah, I, I think oh, we're all very yeah. we're all very spoiled with Marvel movies because like yeah. we're all in the superhero like world right now. That's what we're living in with our like cinema with at least our generation, and that's what we're being accustomed to. Yeah, at this point, so like yeah, most of them start off the same way. Like, but they at least grab us within the first ten minutes to like. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen. There's nothing that's too slow or anything. Yeah, but you know that going into a superhero movie. Superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it just depends on what movie I'm going to see. Like Tarantino, I know I have tension building. Whether mm-hmm. it's a superhero movie, I I know it's going to be like whatever. But this movie, I didn't know what to expect going in, and that's probably why it didn't grab me because I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for. Or yeah, what did I'm you know to- like? any of the big Dude, like, I know fan things about this movie Dude, I know like nothing about this movie inconceivable like you don't know any of that i mean now like, that now jokes? going ba- looking back yeah i know what it's from but i didn't know it was from princess bride huh i didn't know anything about this movie interesting like i first saw this movie when i was like eight or nine like never, i was a little kid never when i saw it. this movie yeah no so i just grew up always new in this stuff yeah i mean a cool thing is I didn't realize the majority of like the iconic scenes that I think about and that are memed about all the time take place like within the first half hour. Yeah, a lot of it's the beginning of the movie and it's like the notable stuff. That's just interesting to me because a lot of like the big moments usually happen at the end. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like with the Fazzini scene just dying and um like the Andre the Giant or like especially the the swashbuckling scene with Anigo Montoya and um you know that's where you first hear the quote, and like I, like it's it's it literally takes place in that first like sequence. Yeah, which is really interesting to me. You could like, watch you really like the that. first thirty forty five minutes and walk away knowing all the inside jokes from the yeah. movie. Yeah, pretty much. Definitely true. 
Like at least the stuff that you always hear about years later still mentioned because I mean this is an old movie. The only thing I knew pretty much that was from actually I didn't even know the Inigo Montoya thing was from Princess Bride. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Any of this anything. The more you know. So, yeah. <laughs> um so I have a question for both of you. Okay. Um because if, if I remember correctly, Wesley didn't drink from his goblet, did he? He did. Oh, he did? Yeah. I oh, never mind my question. Yeah, they both drink. He explained right afterwards that he had built, spent two years building up a immunity to Iocane powder. Oh, okay. So I was, yeah, I mean, uh, so that. He, he uh, developed a tolerance for it, so he still drank. Didn't, <sighs> he put poison in both goblets. Yeah. Yeah. Because be he question, knew he could like, take it no matter what. So he's like. The whole scene, he's like, yeah, keep fucking telling yourself whatever yeah. you want to tell. You're going to die either way. Yeah. Like, keep on going, little man. Well, I want, I thought, I, I wanted to have, like, the debate. They should have kept that a secret. Like, if, if that, you know, did he put the gob or put it in both goblets and then, because that's what I was thinking the whole movie. I was just, like, just too drunk to, like, Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. He says, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, just put it in both. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. I knew yeah. I'd live. Yeah. Wesley's a... <laughs> yeah, Wesley's a, a badass. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is Zoro, but he's also Robin Hood, but a simp at the same time. All, yes. all of the above, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but okay, so here's the thing that I thought. I feel like he didn't do much at the end. Wesley, Wesley? after he gets tortured, he's sort of out of commission until like the very last. Well, scene. yeah, because he fucking died. <laughs> He be, he replaces yeah. Vizini. He becomes Vizini. Becomes the strategist. Just needs the mind. Does need the body at that point. But he's already proven it, himself to be better in with the body too. Yeah, but these are fucking pussies. They don't need better. They need smart. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess you're right. <laughs> they're like, look they're who fucking they're pussies. With. <laughs> they need better. Or they don't need like better. They, they shit their pants at a fucking cloak on a wheelbarrow, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Like, they, they were they were good. Mm. Which, that was kind of a cool diversion. And, and like, how come Arnie's on giant, fire? He didn't fucking die. You're like, oh, he's a giant. He, he fucking, he can breathe. Wait, would you say he doesn't, he doesn't use that much air up there? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said because he's a giant. The air is thinner up there, so he's used to less of it. <laughs> So any cutoff is like, whoa. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so tall. Yeah. Wow. I, I think it makes perfect sense. Um. Oh, Tyrone is kind of a bitch stabbing a man like that, but not a gentleman. He's not a, he's not a gentleman. No, so like, he, he killed a dude after that, that's, low-balling him oh my for God. a one-year deal. That's that's what I want to talk Like the, the The contrast between the chivalrous scene... Where they're like, oh, like you know, I won't, I won't stab you when you're on the rocks. Oh yes. you know, and it contrasts that with Tyrone being a fucking asshole, fucking and just straight dick. up like throwing a knife at the guy it's when like, he comes down yeah, the stairs. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So you know, it's like a, just another like way to show that like you have heroes and then you have villains, and the villains do deceitful things, and Jeez. they don't play they're, by the they're rules. Assholes. They don't play by those rules. They don't play by the rules. Right. <laughs> so, this was directed by Rob Reiner. Yeah, the dude who gets mad at the Equalizer in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he directed Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. He directed Spinal Tap too. Yeah, I thought that was Christopher Guest. 
No, he directed This Is Spinal Tap. Oh, really? That's so, that's he like... also directed Stand By Me. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like an iconic coming of age film. Never yeah. saw that either. You've never seen Stand By Oh, my God. Never saw Spinal Tap either. I, I haven't seen Spinal Tap. Well, I mean, you know this one goes to 11, right? Yeah. Okay, I know everyone that, knows yeah. that. They know that um, playing Blockbuster. <laughs> and he also directed Misery. Okay, really? I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that one. I didn't know that. He also directed A Few Good Men. Which is where the quote is, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, I knew that one. Jack Nicholson and um, uh, Tom Cruise. That's where fucking um, Aaron Sorkin got his start. Oh. That's yeah. his, that was one of his first movies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Briner is a very, very, uh, uh, you know, term. Decorated. Pro- he's, decorated. He's a pro- term. Pro- yeah. <laughs> proliferated is that is that an accurate I, prolific what does that mean it's just decorated just a prolific director de- decorated yeah, yeah has a lot of there's a lot of movies well actually no because Scorsese says he's more prolific because he does a lot of he's movies iconic. prolific iconic. producing much fruit or foliage or many offspring <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, he's prolific um, he's done a lot. I mean, uh, his movies are his babies, so yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it works out. That, that that was my my my. Uh, oh, and and where and Harry met Sally. He did oh, that. Oh, too. of course, yeah, yeah, duh. yeah. Well, I'll have and that's where he got having. Billy Crystal from. With the that's probably where like where they, seen that where Harry met Sally was after it was after. Princess yeah, Bride. okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Haven't so they seen probably that met on. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these movies. Okay, well. Yeah. You, uh, well, you haven't seen a lot of movies, period. No, just a lot of the 80s movies. 80s and 90s. Which are, are movies. Like, that's like 80s, the movies, movies that people yeah. talk about. I haven't seen a lot of the love movies. The love story movies. Well, no, that's because... Well, the rom-coms. Bitch. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you want to grade this bitch? Yeah, let's grade this bitch. Um, who wants to start? I want to go last. Okay. I have something that will surprise y'all, I think. All right. Uh, so I'll give this, um, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a 90. I, I'll admit, it, it's not amazing. Like, it can be kind of slow. You need to be into it, um, for sure. Um, not slow, I, I mean. I mean, like, dull. Like, there's not, like, a whole lot going on, but the writing, I think, is great. So I'll give it a 90. A solid 90. So, so I will agree the dialogue in the movie was really well done. It just didn't catch me. It didn't grab me. And that's that's one of the big things with me. Like, it's got to grab me or else I'm just not going to fucking be interested. So I was not interested in this movie at all. It's a 70 right now. Ooh. But I will, again, I, if I'm in the right mindset, it might be different. But I was not in the mindset for it. Even hmm. with the wine, I wasn't. Huh. Well, I'm going to disagree with both of you. I think this one is a 95. Oh, shit. Because I was in the mood for this movie, and I thought it's such an easy watch. And it, I mean, I'm, maybe maybe you personally, but I, I think I could watch this movie whenever and have it, just have a good time. Even if it's the first – I mean, if it's the first half hour, I'm going to have a blast because then there's no, like, Humperdink and fucking Tyrone. Fucking hate that guy. And like where the movie sort of drags a little bit, which is not why it's not a hundred, but at the same time, it, it does fit perfect structure. It does have great dialogue, and I'm in the, I'm just in the mood to watch this pretty much whenever. So yeah, yeah ninety five. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Yeah. I'm going to eat my chupa, my chalupa right you, now. Your chumba loomba? Your chumba loomba? My chumba loomba. Okay. Chumba loomba. Your chumba loomba. Tub thumping? Wumbo. All right. That has been our season three premiere of Movie Drunks with the, I guess, timeless classic, um, The Princess Bride. Um, yeah, it is kind of timeless, isn't it? it? It is. As you guys said, Like you can watch it anytime, like in a background movie. Which, yeah, yeah I can see that. But I, I want a movie to interest me. And it just didn't do that I know, for me. It I just know. didn't do that for me. And you know what? It's fine. You can't like everything. So we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. Be sure to uh, tune in soon for our new TikTok channel and YouTube. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass. Also, you can find us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks. And, uh, yeah, uh, keep an eye out for the on the socials for our next movie because we're not going to tease it in the podcast anymore. Yeah, no, we got video teasers now. We upgrading. Yeah, we, 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 we bougie lifestyle Gucci boom wumbo. Uh, Jesus. Uh, uh, Charlie Horse. Charlie Horse. Uh, oh, 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 o